Sasha's probably one of the, the best players in the world at the moment and playing close with him in a deep in a or somewhat deep in a grand slam um, losing in five sets few points in it I think's exactly where I want to be and it's I can take a lot of confidence from that and and yeah it's disappointing but um, yeah, I think it's nice to to know I'm just looking to wait for ways to evolve my game and and yeah it was I was toe to toe with um, with him and I think it just shows it was I got absolutely chopped by him uh, at the end of in Vienna in the last year and and I managed to to take a completely yeah different approach I had a good rest and I was feeling fresh coming in which is which is great and it was it was a big difference and I think noticeable difference even for him I would say Welcome back to Mornings. That was Britt Cam Norrie speaking after he lost yesterday to Alexander Zverev. A thrilling match. He lost in five sets going down in the 10-point tiebreaker. 10-3 in the fifth set. One man that's been working with Cam in recent times. He's a big part of the SEN tennis commentary team at the Australian Open. Is Stephen Huss and he joins us this morning. Morning, Steve. Morning, Jules. How are you, mate? Thanks um, for having me on. An absolute pleasure. Um, just before we get stuck into that match yesterday and uh, some of the other matches at the Australian Open, just for those that don't know, tell us how you got involved working with Cam Norrie. Yeah, sure. There's kind of a, a couple of things. Um, one, I know his college coach uh, pretty well, so I've always had a good relationship with him. And then the second part of it was uh, I worked for a data and analytics company um, and we did a report for their team you know primarily for the coach and I led that report and kind of had a lot of observations around his game where it is you know what he does well and obviously areas that he can improve and so uh, the the relationship was established that way and and how long will you be working with him for uh, well, the, I've agreed to do 10 weeks with him this year. So he's still got his normal team and he'll still, you know, he's had the same team for many years. Um, but, you know, to their credit, they want a different set of eyes and some, you know, possibly some new ideas. And so I'll do the development blocks with him, which will be sort of between his uh, his tournaments when he changes surfaces. So after Miami, it changes hard court to clay, so I'll spend some time with him there in a training block, uh, and then when he when it changes from clay to grass, and then grass to hard court, I'll be working with him sort of in the background, in between his tournament blocks, just looking to develop his game. What's he like to work with? Yeah, fantastic. I mean, really, really pleasantly surprised um, uh, by sort of his demeanour and just the person he is, uh, you know, just treats everyone respectfully, he's a the normal guy, he doesn't think he's any better or worse than anybody else just because he's exceptional at tennis. So that's, that's you know, really good, as a, uh, firstly, as a person and then as a player and a worker, um, he's at the highest level. He's in, incredibly professional. He's doing all the, the bits and pieces uh, off the court and on the court to try and get better. So to work with someone who really wants to work hard and, and is open um, to you know, perhaps a few a few little innovative ideas uh, is fantastic. So yeah, we've had fun. We had we had two weeks in uh, in Monte Carlo in the preseason, um, doing a lot of that stuff where I got to know him and the team a lot better, and it's it's been fun so far. Yeah, he struggled at the end of last year, didn't he? Uh, shock second round exit at Wimbledon, and then really struggled. But uh, it's been promising signs so far. How did you? Analyze his match yesterday. Just listening to Alexander Zverev, asked basically he said that Zverev said he played his best tennis in that tiebreaker at the end, and that was basically the difference. How did you analyze the match yesterday? 
Yeah, no, really, really happy with it. Obviously, you know, disappointed that uh, he didn't, you know, get the chocolates at the end. Um, but uh, over the course of, of, of the five sets that they played, um, I thought he did a lot of things really well. I thought he committed to hitting his forehand, you know, bigger and better than he has been. He was more aggressive. He was transitioning sort of more than he has been. And there was some, some diversity and variety in his game, uh, you know, with using the drop shot. Uh, and I think, uh, you know, towards the end in the in the tie break, I think like anyone would, he got nervous. I mean, I was sitting in the box and I was nervous as I'd, I'd been in years. You know, it's been a long time since I've sort of been uh, in a match, even as a as a coach at that level. So that was a lot of fun for me to feel those nerves. And, and Cam felt them a little bit as well and didn't didn't play his best at the end there. But that's a experience that we'll look at and uh, and he'll take with him, um, you know, in, in a way to grow in the future. What about Alexander Zverev? How's he going, do you think? He's been pushed to the brink in a couple of matches uh, in the tournament, right to the death in in the fifth set. He's through to the quarterfinals. Carlos Alcaraz next. Uh, What did you sort of make of his performance yesterday and and how he's played throughout the tournament? Yeah, I mean, we had a little bit of a look, obviously, at what he did earlier in the tournament, and he hasn't been overly convincing in in the first round. Had a couple of tough matches, a five-setter and a four-setter. Um, but, you know, what stood out yesterday was that his backhand is absolutely world-class. I mean, even when you play a strong shot to his backhand, um, it still comes back uh, with interest. So he's got a huge strength there. And then I think what's really noticeable for me is that his volleying has improved significantly. So when he's transitioning forward, he used to be pretty suspect at doing that. Um, And he certainly evolved that part of his game. It's a lot better. Uh, and you know the forehand is still the side to attack, and he even alluded to that himself um, in in the in the post match uh, interview there. Uh, but you know that you have to push him further and further into more difficult situations for the forehand to uh, to hurt him. So, I mean, he's a great ball striker. Um, he's a great mover. I mean, for a guy that's six foot six, he's an absolute gazelle. Uh, so, um, although I do think Alcaraz is going to be a tough proposition for him. Um, I would pick Alcaraz to beat him in the next match, but uh, it's good to see, you know, even the guys at the top level of the game, the guy who's in the top 10, um, seeing noticeable improvements. And that's what all these players should be looking to do is just continue to get better. We're speaking to Stephen Huss, SEN tennis expert. He's part of Cam Norrie's coaching team at this Australian Open and throughout 2024. I was going to mention Carlos Alcaraz. I mean, I assume a lot of people still have Novak Djokovic, the favourite to win the tournament. And why wouldn't you, given he's his record at Melbourne Park. But on the way both men have played so far this tournament, should Alcaraz be the favourite? Oh, I don't think you can be the favourite when uh, there's a guy in the draw who's won it 10 times. <laughs> it makes it hard. Um, certainly not. Uh, but, uh, you know, I, I mentioned yesterday, I think Alcaraz is going under the radar and I think he likes it that way. So... To me, he is the next big player that's going to win multiple multiple Grand Slams, many Grand Slams. He's got the most complete game um, on the tour at the moment, I think, in the men's game. Uh, so I think he's the heir apparent in my opinion, but I, I still think Novak is at the peak of his powers and he deserves to be the favourite. Um, and obviously, you know, Yannick Sinner has been talked about a lot with uh, Darren Cale. He's, he's a great Aussie coach, um, so he's been a bit of a favourite. So... Alcaraz is flying under the radar and probably enjoying it. What about the two men's quarterfinals today? First of all, it's uh, Novak Djokovic versus uh, Taylor Fritz. So Taylor Fritz had the, the big win over Stefano Tsitsipas a couple of days ago. Has he got enough in his game, enough weapons to trouble Novak today? 
I, he definitely has. I, I really think this is going to be uh, a bigger test than people realise. I think Taylor's game has, has improved, and he has the you know he has a huge serve, and he has big power from the game. So he does have weapons to hurt him. I think what's going against him is that he's got to do it for three out of five sets instead of two out of three. Um, in a two out of three, I think he's pretty close. Uh, in, a, in a in a longer match like this over five sets, uh, obviously I still favour Novak in that one, but I think he's got the weapons to bother him and, and, and it can be a very competitive match. And the other semi-final, uh, sorry, quarter-final tonight, uh, as you mentioned, Darren Kale's uh, protege, Yannick Sinner, has looked really good uh, this tournament. Obviously, Andre Rublev, who knocked out Alex Dimonor the other night. I, I mean, Sinner deserves to start favourite. And poor old Andre Rublev, he's been a serial quarter-finalist at all the slams, uh, but just can't get past that next stage. Do you give him a good chance to do that tonight? Uh, listen, the reason they go out and play Jules is because, uh, you, you know, you never, you never know and you can't count them out. But if you look at it sort of holistically, um, they both hit the ball big. Um, I don't think Rublev has an edge there, but I think they're very similar in, in terms of power. Um, and then I just think that Sinner is a better mover. Um, I think he's a, he's a great mover. And he's also got a little bit more diversity in his game, so a bit more ability... Um, to slice and come forward and finish. Um, or, or, but having said that, the way that Rublev came out and played that five set against uh, Demonar, the fifth set against Demonar the other night was very impressive, and that power was absolutely overwhelming. And obviously, I don't think any, there's anyone out there that moves better than Demonor. But uh, I just think that Rublev's going to have to do it for too long, and I think Sinner will uh, will finish over the top of him. And I think it's going to be another time uh, when uh, Rublev is, makes makes his first semi-final. Just on Alex, because, you know, obviously analytics is a big part of what you do. Over the last 12 months, how much change have you noticed in the way Alex is playing the game? Uh, well, to be blunt, and maybe, you know, maybe people won't like this, but I don't think he's made, you know, big changes in his game. I mean, he's an unbelievable player, so I'm not talking, I'm not certainly not talking him down, but I think that, He's at an elite level uh, with his movement and also his ball striking is, is really strong and the way that he sort of takes time away with his feet is absolutely something that he's incredible at. But uh, I think there's still a bit of a technical deficiency in his serve that he can improve. Um, so I think he can make some gains there. And then although he does have some slice uh, skill, uh, I think he can improve um, that area of, of his game and also just transitioning to net to finish off some of those shots. I think that he can clean that up and do that a little bit more. So I don't think he should change his game. I just think he should add a few little tweaks to it uh, and, and he'll end up being better. Um, but obviously when he's on and when he's, uh, you know, in front of his home crowd, he's absolutely one of the, one of the best players in the world. But I think there's still more there for him. Um, to improve, and uh, and hopefully he'll uh, he'll get to it. Let's hope so. Uh, it could be exciting year ahead for Alex Debenor. Steve, thanks so much for your time. Uh, well done with everything you're doing with uh, Cam Norrie, and we look forward to hearing you on our Australian Open coverage uh, today and throughout the rest of the tournament. No worries, Jules. It's not too often I speak this long to an Essendon supporter, so you're lucky. All righty Who do you follow? <laughs> I'm a Hawksman. I was going to say you're a good bloke, but now I'm not so sure. Stephen Huss <laughs> joining us, SEN uh, tennis expert.